Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. In this week's episode, I'm going to be chatting to you about dream building. Don't forget, you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also sign up for my mailing list by visiting www.ronabarton.co.uk or join my Facebook group, Believe in Me Community, by following the Facebook page at Rona Barton Coaching. Let's jump straight in. What do I mean by dream building? Well, for me, this was something to do from my bed when I couldn't do any other activities. I spent a lot of time inside my own head, dream building and daydreaming. It was the one place I could go and have whatever adventure I wanted. What do you do with yourself in between activities or visits? Other than resting, that is. Finding things to pass the time can be quite challenging. The limited concentration span I had and the pain I would experience from really the smallest activity really limited what I could do. If you're looking for some ideas, here's some that you might want to consider. Seed gardening. You may need somebody who could help you out with this one, but depending on your energy levels, you might be okay. You may wish to start with the likes of a window box and plant some seeds. You'll be able to watch them grow and it'll give you some interest outside your window. You may want to consider some herbs or vegetables as an alternative to flowers so that you can use them in your meals. I know I did a smaller version of this idea and that would be growing some cress from seeds. I have a vague memory of doing something like this at school using a shallow dish, wet paper towels, seeds and cling film. I think it took a day or two for the seeds to germinate but we could then use them when they got to about oh, seven centimetres tall. I'm pretty sure they went on a salad or in an egg mayonnaise sandwich. Mm, and look at that. Just like that, I've turned this podcast into a mix of gardener's question time and a cooking show. <laughs> okay, let's think back to some other ideas though. Pets. Oh, love pets. They can bring so much joy and comfort to us, but I am aware not everybody can have a pet or wants a pet. So what do you do if you don't have or can't have a pet? Perhaps you or somebody in your house has an allergy or maybe your landlord doesn't allow pets. Could you borrow a furry friend to keep you company for a short period of time? Or what else could you do? What about a bird feeder. Could one be placed outside your window or even attached to your window? Here at home we have what we call our birdie spa in the garden. It's got several feeders that hang from it and a water dish and it brings many feathered visitors to our garden as well as over the past couple of years we've had a squirrel friend take up residence. Now, we call the squirrel Scrat, and this year we even managed to give Scrat his own squirrel feeder. We've watched Scrat day after day as he visits the feeder, runs along the fence, and it would have been such a lovely thing to have seen when I was ill. 
Even now, I like to imagine the adventures that Scrat may have had in his day. Do you have a mobile phone or tablet nearby as you listen to this? If so, does it have a camera function? Why not try your hand at photography? You don't need some flashy camera with all the bells and whistles. You could set up some arty shots around your room or the house and even out into the garden. Why not take some pictures of your visitors, both human and animal? Now, for those of you who don't know me, I'm about as artistic as a carrot. But you may be the next Picasso or Michelangelo. So my next suggestion would be, if you can, or if you want to try, try some drawing or art. You can get some portable kits that mean you could really work from wherever you decide to set yourself up for for the day. For me, sewing kits were something that I enjoyed. I used to and I still do enjoy cross-stitch kits. When I was ill, however, I found the very act of sewing would make my hands painful after only a few stitches. It meant that even working on something small like a bookmark would end up being weeks of work. It did give me something to do, so, you know, don't knock it until you try it. How many of you have been struggling to sleep at night or have had your sleep pattern flipped on its head? Let's see if we can use that to your advantage. What about considering something like astronomy? You know, gazing out of your window or through a telescope from the comfort of your own bed can open a fascinating world of shining wonders. I'm not an expert, but I do find there is something quite calming about reviewing the night sky. And I believe there are some really good apps that can be downloaded onto a mobile phone or a tablet device. And if you hold them up to the night sky, they can identify different constellations for you to see. Quite a nice way to learn and give yourself a new hobby. Now, if you've got a little more energy, why not try reading? Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, huge novels. I'm not expecting you to tackle the likes of War and Peace or Ulysses. You know, you can risk losing the train of the plot with things that are too large. It could be short stories, poetry, or even your favourite type of magazine. And since we're going down the reading aspect, let's not forget audiobooks. I, for one, love them. They remind me of being read a bedtime story when I was little. And if the thought of concentrating on an audiobook is too much, there's a really good site I've used for a few years now called Blinkist that does short summaries of non-fiction books. So these short summaries, they're called blinks and they last up to about 15 minutes. I find it as a useful tool for additional learning for me, you know, part of my professional development. Um, but they also give me a bit of a flavour of a non-fictional book that might be interesting in reading, but that I don't really want to invest in until I have more confidence in it. So give Blinkist a try. And since we're in listening mode, of course, I'm going to be recommending podcasts. 
Clearly, you will be waiting with bated breath for my next episode, but in the meantime, you may want to try some others. There are podcasts for almost every topic you could think of, so don't be shy in your searching. Okay, that's some ideas for you to to play with. Let's get back to the main topic. One that I found was an absolute must for me, as I said earlier, is this daydreaming and dream building. I was able to plan what I would do when I was better, and not just when I was 100% better, but also when I was a bit better than I was on any particular day. I would create stories and adventures in my head, I would think through the smallest of details until it all felt right and I could truly see it and feel it inside my head. I would think about going back to my original career in hospitality, but when I did, and I remembered the hours I used to work, it didn't really fill me with joy. I would remember the early alarm to allow me to get into the car and drive to the hotel, whilst I would avoid the rush hour traffic, always a bonus, the idea of being up early, home late, working night shifts, it just didn't sit happily with me any longer. I didn't want to be working shifts again and I'd been told that shift work wouldn't be good for my health so I had to start thinking about what I would do when I was able. Now I had considered working in banking but again didn't fill me with enthusiasm. I had thought about going back to college to retrain as something else but my concentration levels weren't up for that and I didn't know how I'd be able to afford to do any further training. I did like the idea of trying something new however and as you may have gathered I do love reading. This led me to skimming through a brochure for my local college. I came across something that I thought would interest me. It was an attendance class, so if I had times when I couldn't attend, it wouldn't really impact any form of qualification. What I had found was an evening class. It would give me something different to do and it fitted in with mum's availability to help get me there on whichever evening it was going to be, you know, wheelchair and all. And it was about two hours a week for, I think, six weeks. I was concerned about being involved with a group of people, the nerves that go with something new and my ability to cope with a sudden influx of new stimulation, but I did want to try. So I did. I signed up for an aromatherapy evening class and I hoped for the best. When I arrived on the first evening, I was pleased that the college was set up to allow for wheelchairs and I didn't have to use up what little energy I had trying to get upstairs and into a classroom. And to top it all, my tutor was brilliant. I explained that I had ME and I was getting geared up and ready to explain what that meant when she very kindly told me her sister had had ME. So she had a very good understanding of it. I cannot tell you what a relief that was just to be able to save that little bit of energy in having to explain myself to yet another person. As that first evening went on, we were encouraged to write out a list of symptoms or or issues that we had. You know, the tutor was looking for the likes of, oh, I suffer from headaches or I've got a bad back. I'm guessing she did not expect almost two pages of issues from me. 
But she took it like a trooper, and whilst everybody else had a unique blend of oils created for them for the following week, and they could use them in class, my blend took a little longer. Over the coming weeks, however, I used my uniquely blended oil to receive massage from my fellow students. Some weeks I was hypersensitive to the bright lights in the classroom, so we all worked by the light of a couple of lamps, and it really added to the relaxation for the evening. One thing I've been very grateful for was learning how to massage from my wheelchair. I didn't know it at the time, but it stood me in very good stead in the coming years. And here's why. I discovered I had quite the knack for massage. As my health improved, I went on to train fully in a number of different disciplines, including Swedish massage, Indian head massage, acupressure, reflexology, medical acupuncture, and much, much more. All of which I could do from a seated position. And I'd found a new dream. I was going to start my own business as a massage therapist and I was going to name my own hours. Whilst I was waiting, more and more impatiently, to get my health back to a point where I could carry out a massage for somebody without knocking myself back, I spent a lot of time in my head dreaming about my new job and how I could begin to earn my own money again. I became quite content in my own company, knowing that my imagination could take me anywhere I wanted at this point in time. I'm still like that now. I've got no problem being with myself and I certainly learned how to keep myself entertained when I had my ME. Sometimes that meant being comfortable with being bored. And let's face it, being bored is boring. It is hard to deal with. The saving grace is that time continues to tick by whether you're bored or you've got lots of things to entertain yourself. The world keeps turning, time keeps moving on. And sometimes being bored would tire me out and I'd doze off for a short while. I look at that as a bonus as my body was resting when it was able. I remember the first time I was able to carry out a massage treatment for somebody who was not a member of my immediate family. She very kindly came to the house for an Indian head massage. I managed a 30-minute treatment and I was paid £10 for it. I was over the moon. I was thrilled to have achieved such a milestone. I very slowly took time to build up how many treatments I could carry out in a week. And over a few months, actually almost a year, I found that I was getting myself back on track. It was almost everything I had imagined. I mean, I'd also imagined being whisked off to the US to join Oprah Winfrey on her talk show to discuss ME and how massage from a chair works and, you know, as well as the benefits I'd found from having regular treatments. But hey, it was my imagination. And as I've already said, it could take me anywhere I wanted at any point in time. I suppose my key message here is that I found something that worked for me and my ME, as well as my abilities at that point in time. I would go on to set up a Rona therapy as my business, and it was the first main job I had once I was quote-unquote well again. 
there've been a number of incarnations since that depending on where my life has taken me and it doesn't stop me daydreaming or dream building and that brings me to a few points from today that I'd like you to take away from this if you have an active imagination great make use of it Take yourself on adventures, fight villains, be the hero in your own head for as long as it takes to get back on your feet and be the hero in your own life. You don't have to physically be active to keep yourself occupied and plan for your future. If your original plan isn't working for you, come up with a plan B or a plan C, or even a plan D. Let's face it, there are 26 letters in our alphabet. You can go through as many of them as you wish. And don't forget, sometimes a new hobby or a new interest can turn into your dream job. So that's it for today, everybody. I've touched on my love of daydreaming and dream building and in doing so I've chatted about how I used it to keep myself occupied and entertained, especially when I was at my worst. I've shared some ideas of low energy activities and I've spoken about how finding a local college evening class gave me a new interest and a business idea. Thank you for listening. Please review, share and follow Believe in Me with Rona Barton via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. Remember, you can sign up to my mailing list by visiting my website at ronabarton.co.uk and my Facebook group Believe in Me Community can be found by either searching in groups for Believe in Me Community or visiting my Facebook page at Rona Barton Coaching. If you've liked what you've heard today or you want to just leave me a message and let me know how you're getting on, please head to speakpipe.com forward slash B-I-M-E. I hope today's a good day for you and I'll be back next week. Bye for now.